Hi guys, it's Jeff here. Welcome to another Red Pill blog. Um, hope this blog finds you well and I hope uh, you're looking after your health and your wealth and your happiness. Uh, obviously, your health comes before your wealth. Um, just uh, just to re- reiterate that. But um, yeah, today, today I want to talk about um, one of the uh, you know big mistakes I've made uh, and I guess uh, I can uh, look at the stats of this blog and it looks like uh, the larger number of the listeners are in the older category like myself so uh, I don't know why that should be but maybe um, older guys uh, you know finding some sort of solace from hearing another man who's made the same mistakes and um, so this blog is going to be called I spent 30 years building my own luxury prison um, okay in my defence uh, you know I uh, was very very blue pilled and uh, I had no idea I had no idea really, uh, although I should have, you know, seen the warning signs. I had no idea of, uh, you know, the sort of uh, female behaviours that we see. Um, which I always like to, you know, you know, to sort of refer to them as sort of animalistic behaviours really. Um, which, you know, men have animalistic behaviours as well, of course. So, you know, those behaviours um, are, you know, are in other ways, um, you know, quite uh, difficult as well, I guess. Um, but yeah, I'm just uh, going to, you know, outline uh, basically the prison I've built myself, which is a, a luxury, not a luxury, but you know, to me, it's quite a luxurious house. And, um, you know, I've done everything um, with my wife to keep the house nice and it's uh, clean and it's tidy. And, um, you know, a lot of people looking at me, they must, must be thinking, you know, there is a successful man, you know. There is a successful man. And, um, you know, I should be very grateful, I know. I know I should be very grateful to uh, be able to, uh, you know, live in a comfortable environment. Um, But nevertheless, uh, you know, (laughs) nevertheless, uh, it is in in actual fact like a prison. Um, Because I can't um, easily leave... Uh, you know, I, I feel uh, emotionally tired. Uh, I feel, you know, uh, emotionally tied uh, to my wife. And so uh, it's a very difficult thing, you know, sort of being um, uh, in this situation where you've, you've, you've spent 30 years uh, doing something 
uh, and then you know you re realize actually um, it's become of a bit of a present because you're sort of emotionally attached to it, emotionally attached to one particular person. Um, you know, it makes it very difficult to, uh, you know, cut and run. Um, plus, there's also, of course, the financial, um, the financial aspects of it as well. It's just. Uh, Just gonna. Oh, it's, that's better. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, the financial aspects of it, as well. Uh, obviously, you know, to to leave this place and start up another house. Uh, you know, being nearly fifty nine now is going to be. Uh, a really tough gig, um, you know. So I'd have to leave behind all of the the luxury, um, uh, not luxury, but you know, comfort um, and all of that, you know. And so I think to myself, um, you know, why did I get into this position? Why did I, you know, judiciously build this um, environment? Environment for myself um, and of course I now realise that, that uh, a lot of it was due to um, you know looking at other people what they did um, to, you know and viewing that as success, success. Uh, you know looking at other people's sort of buying house and you know having the 2.4 kids and you know, the executive car um, and a good job, I viewed it as uh, what this is, should be is a success. Um, and um, and yet, um, you know, here I stand looking at um, my wedding picture and I'm standing there uh, with my wife and... Um, you know, she's, you know, organised the wedding and she did everything and organised it all. And uh, pretty bonny she looks there in that picture. And then uh, uh, over the other side of the room, there's another picture uh, where we were on our honeymoon. And, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, there she is again looking pretty bonny. Um, but um, right from the off, really, um, there were some red flags that I didn't see. I didn't notice, I didn't know, uh, being totally stupid, being uh, awed by having a girl and awed by having a girl take interest in me, frankly. Um, and awed by, you know, the sexual side of it as well. Um, so the red flags were completely missed, really, um, totally and utterly. Um, you know, so looking back now, I can see these, these sort of uh, massive red flags, uh, which has now, you know, got me got me into all these situations um, throughout my life that 
uh, a normal normal person would say was probably quite insane. <laughs> um, so you know, I did uh, various jobs. Um, I had a, a government job I mentioned in the last blog, which was quite enjoyable actually. And uh, in my um, foolishness, I left that thinking I need to have something with more money and more prestige, I suppose you could say. And uh, that was a disaster, really, from there on. Um, you never really, I never really settled uh, as much. In, um, so I got into other jobs. Uh, became sort of like a computer type engineer doing uh, computer repairs, uh, which was, um, you know, uh, quite stressful, really stressful. Um, driving long distances, and um, I probably did about, I uh, easily did about uh, a thousand miles a week, um, travelling, you know, in the southeast of England mainly. Um, and as time went on, um, the jobs got more, the job I went for, money never really settled. Um, uh, but, you know, it just got more and more stressful, really, as time went on. And um, towards the end, uh, you know, I became very much deaf, really. Uh, and, you know, the stress was just almost unbelievable because... Uh, I was trying to pretend that I was able to carry on in this job and, uh, you know, carry on and imagine that I'm, you know, a normal, you know, successful man. And I used to be pressuring myself, pushing myself into sort of stress, uh, stressful situations, um, you know, getting involved with uh, situations where you'd have to go uh, and deal with a system crash and all of this type of thing. Um, it was, stress was really quite appalling. And um, so, you know, I think uh, I was t totally, totally in the matrix, totally blue-pilled and totally uh, and utterly, um, you know, stressed up and unhappy, it has to be said, um, you know, unhappy. Um, so really... Um, you know, there were some happy days, you know, I might, I might have done a nice job and got home at a good time and it was quite cushy, I must admit, there was days like that, um, but there was awful days too and, um, you know, stressful, tiring days, um, used to get back so tired um, after, the dri after the driving um, and... Uh, so uh, then I'd got get back to, uh, you know, screaming kids, <laughs> um, you know, coming back to sort of, oh, you know, can you bath the kids? Can you, uh, you know, can you do this? Can you do that? And uh, I was sort of really flagged out, really. Um, and, um, yeah, so it's been particularly hard to, uh, you know, sort of, find this information now. Now I realise now uh, that I've, I've been all along um, manipulated and conditioned to do these things. And um, so now I can see all of these uh, massive problems, uh, massive issues uh, with having a relationship, uh, particularly with a woman, um, 
And, uh, you know, I think uh, the worst part of it is that, uh, you know, there's 30 years or more of hard graft gone into this house. Um, and um, here I stand saying it's a bit of a prison. Um, so, you know, it's not like I can uh, easily walk away um, without some sort of heavy, heavy penalties um, financially and emotionally. Um, and, you know, even if I did walk away, uh, what would I walk to- towards? What would I get? What, uh, you know, I can't really see the the massive benefits now, really. Um, you know, if I left this, um, what other... What other thing would be, you know, a lot better? Um, I mean, yes, I'd probably have a lot more peace of mind uh, if I lived on my own. Um, But, uh, you know, I think uh, when you get health problems and you get older, it's quite a a difficult prospect. Uh, You know, so, for example... um, my wife, she does a lot of the hearing for me, but I can't really hear properly, um, especially for doctor's appointments and things like that. There's a lot of very, um, uh, you know, uh, poor, um, you know, the, the very poor uh, English spoken in hospitals. Um, and so it's very difficult to catch the accents and all that. Um, so, yeah, it's a really, really difficult position to be in. And um, so, you know, whatever age you're listening to this, um, it's just a sort of a a potted history of all of the things that's awaiting you, possibly, um, because of your um, your keenness uh, to have sex, particularly, and intimacy with a girl. These are the sort of things that could await, I would say probably almost definitely await, um, because you'll, you'll, uh, she'll really be wanting somebody to provide and she'll be wanting somebody to give her the, uh, the house and the kids. And so it's very, very, very difficult, uh, very dangerous really to allow this situation to happen um, you know, for, for me, uh, being an older man, I feel it's, you know, quite strongly that I need to do these blogs that sort of makes me feel happier um, to sort of try to sort of uh, guide men away from all of the stupidi- stupidity that I've made. And, um, you know, I mean, I look at uh, young ladies now and I sort of see... Um, you know, they're incredible. Some of them are incredibly fit, you know, if, like if you go to the gym and everything. Um, but, you know, um, you sort of think, you know, you sort of think it would be lovely to get with that lovely young girl. I mean, it totally un- uh, wouldn't happen, of course, but I mean, I'm just thinking like a young man, really. Um, wouldn't it be lovely? Wonderful to get a girl like that. Wouldn't it be wonderful? She's so pretty. Uh, and she's so, um, you know, got all the right curves. Uh, and she's, her body beautiful. 
wouldn't it be wonderful to get with a girl like that? Oh, she's so pretty. You know, imagine the sex. It would be unbelievable, wouldn't it? It would be unbelievable. And, um, you know, um, and yet, and yet, um, you know, you, you can imagine, easily imagine a, a, a scenario of... of uh, Right off the bat, um, right off the bat, you could get into sort of an argument with her. You could get into some kind of a stressful situation with her. And I mean, maybe I'm being a bit negative, but... You know, the way the way girls are, they're more emotional and they're more sort of um, dramatic. They love all of that. They like the, um, the soaps on the TV. And there's another red flag if you see a girl watching soaps on the TV, you know, she likes drama. So a lot of these girls actually like drama. And, um, you know, of course, of course, there's also the succubus, um, which is, you know, a frightening prospect for a man uh, to to actually get involved with the succubus. Um, This is a sort of girl that, uh, or woman, who... Um, knows how to, you know, knows exactly what to say and exactly what to do to a male-to-man's heart, really. And so she can easily sort of um, get into a position of, um, you know, the man being obsessed with her. Um, yeah, because she's she's just got the right, something about her. Um, you know, her kindness or whatever is her her beauty uh, and all of this, um, her sexuality, you can draw a man in to this sort of a wonderful, sort of comfortable and, um, you know, amazing sort of a a woman who can actually then um, become this thing called a succubus where she can actually um, start draining the man of um, his emotion on his happiness, and she can sort of be like, um, it become very sort of, um, it becomes um, to a point, it gets to a point where the man is so uh, besotted with her, um, he'll do anything, you know, to keep that sort of um, happiness and love going and that um, intimacy, um, even though there's these massive, massive red flags that, you know, he's conveniently forgotten about. Um, because he sort of feels uh, there's a sort of deep love for this woman. There's a sort of succubus uh, is where a woman can actually um, feed off a man and drain a man of, uh, you know, wealth and uh, emotion. Um, you know, she can sort of play the emotions in a man. And um, so... Uh, yeah, these these sort of thing, these sort of ramblings I'm doing today is just sort of, um, as I say, just a sort of warning warnings to younger guys of the sort of typical, the typical sort of thing that happens um, in a marriage or in a relationship. I mean, of course, um, after you know a certain amount of time, um, you know that the it, the um the, ram- the romance and the um the love it all sort of ebbs away really um and the sex ebbs away um you know so you're left with the commitments that you made early in the relationship you're left with the um 
the marriage documents that you signed uh, and the house mortgage that you signed and the loans that you signed. Um, so that is, that is uh, persists. Those things persist, but uh, the relationship, um, you know, the love and the affection and the uh, intimacy and the, um, the happiness is something that can, you know, wax and wane, it can come and go. Um, in actual fact, I think in 99% of the time, those emotions um, that you got involved with the girl in the first place um, and sign these contracts, these emotions that you, uh, you know, did uh, these things, they can sort of uh, ebb away. Um, and uh, I mean, you do hear, you do hear, um, you know, relationships where the man and the woman feel like they're soulmates, you hear that said. Um, and I'm not going to deny that, I, don't, I think it does exist, but I do believe it does exist, but it is extremely rare. Uh, I think most relationships are sort of uh, based upon, uh, the, for the female especially, that what can you do for me? Um, what can you do for me is the main basis of the relationship for a woman. Um, it's, you know, what can you do? Can you provide money? Can you provide this materialism? Uh, can you provide me with babies? Um, let's face it, if you couldn't do those things, she would never ever start a relationship with you at all anyway. And so that explains why you know, a girl would never have start a relationship with somebody uh, you know, who was disabled or who was um, in some way un unable to provide those things that she, she has fixed in her brain as, as things that she wants from a man. Um, but of course, of course, the problem is once those things have been achieved, once she has the um, material things, once she has those other things which are babies, which is I think 99% of women is the um, driving force really, um, that they want babies, um, they want a family, um, you know, they want to be um, in this sort of, uh, you know, family environment and they want the man to do all of that once it's all been you know all those boxes have been ticked really that's when it really starts to ebb away uh, because 90% of what she um, wanted in the first place um, has now been achieved and so now she's sort of left with this rather awkward and grumpy man um, and she's already got what she wants to a larger extent um, um, so you can see how you can see how very dangerous it may be or is um, so yeah I hope this uh, blog helps some guys out there um, you know I think uh, the older you get, the more difficult it is to get out of something. The longer you've been in it, the more difficult it is to get out of it. Um, you know, I think whether it be a job or, uh, you know, uh, certain types of things, whether you've decided to leave a country you live in and you move to another country, 
um, you know, the country that you lived in originally, you know, being your home environment, that's where you feel happiest, I guess, and so you go to a foreign country and it's all different, um, and it's very difficult to settle, you know, into something like that, um, where you're not really used to it. So the longer you're in something, the more difficult it is to get out, uh, and so that is very much the case. Um, very much the case with marriage uh, or relationship. Uh, you know, I think there's two factors. Obviously, there's the financial factors. There's the emotional factors. And um, so, you know, uh, relationships are, let's face it, guys, they're pretty dangerous. Uh, they're dangerous things to get into. Um, they're dangerous areas, you know, high uh, levels of... Uh, uh, danger um, to get in, into uh, a long-term relationship to cohabitate especially um, because you know co cohabitate you might as well be married really there's a similar uh, sort of dynamic that go goes on you know you're still um, you know committed to this uh, domain the house or the, the property and uh, by default you're different actually um, committed as well to the to the female as well because you're living under the same roof so I would never have ever done all of these things obviously I would never have done all of these things if I'd have known what I know now um, so uh, really just a big big warning to those uh, guys out there all ages really and I mean if you're like me you're sort of uh, rather um, up shit creek without a paddle um, you know I hope uh, you know you can uh, find some way to uh, you know increase your happiness levels really that's, I suppose that's the main thing uh, whatever it is uh, you know to try and increase your happiness levels um, even though you might be stuck at some point at some stage you might be stuck um, you can, I think, still do things to increase your happiness levels. Um, so, you know, like for me, I've... Uh, sorry, I just heard something there, sorry. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I basically, uh, you know, early on in the marriage, I did sort of go camping on my own and that got me some space, um, obviously at that time I had no knowledge of uh, red pill knowledge, I had no knowledge of it, um, and of course no man, no married man will ever admit anything that there's anything wrong with his marriage because he's totally and utterly committed to it, um, you know, because of all of these reasons I mentioned, and um, so, you know, I do do sort of small things. I, uh, I bought a, a van and uh, I converted it into sort of a some type of a camper van. So I still uh, have the ability to go in the camper van. I still have my camping stuff, so I still uh, go camping. Um, you know, so I go uh, do those sorts of things. I go uh, to the gym. Um, and I go, I mean, it might sound really boring to you guys out there, but this is a sort of thing that, um, you know, I have to do to try and find some happiness. And, um, 
you know, uh, I go I go out for coffees, this sort of thing. Uh, that's quite, I quite enjoy that, going to a, uh, a coffee shop. And I just like to um, look around, um, look around at the the premises, you know, and look at the pictures on the wall, look at other people. Um, <laughs> I probably might see a sort of there, and I, I think, oh, my first thought is, oh, you poor sod, <laughs> um, you know, with this um, woman that might be nagging him or something like that. Um, so uh, yeah, those those are the sort of things I do to try and sort of glean some happiness at this very late stage in life, and uh, you know, with health issues going on. Um, yeah, it makes it all very, very difficult indeed. And I haven't really got any magic wands now. <laughs> I haven't got any magic wands. I mean, I can't um, easily see, uh, you know, I mean, uh, what options that are better than this, really. Um, especially when I look at <coughs> women today, I, I just see a problem uh, straight away. It's kind of sad, really. Um, but as soon as I see a, a woman, uh, say for example, I see a woman see see a woman walking a dog, I automatically think, oh, that is mm, a woman and a dog. Mm. That automatically uh, raises alarm bells to me. Um, you know, I sort of, <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, I imagine that she's a single woman with a dog, and she's. She really is. Uh, this is the big problem with uh, pets, really. I think that uh, females, they put affection into the pet. Um, and they, it doesn't, um, you know, I think that they, they use up all of their affection battery. The battery, their affection battery goes onto the pet, and so there's not much uh, charge left to put affection into, uh, you know, the husband or the partner and all of this. So. Things like that. Uh, as soon as I look at a woman, I sort of see alarm bells now. <laughs> oh, it's a terrible trait. Oh, dear, I got into a terrible situation. But, um, yeah, um, as soon as I see a girl's age, um, as soon as I see a girl's age, I'm, I'm alarm bells, really. Uh, because, uh, you know, I think uh, a girl can easily use her body easily, um, many times by 18. Um, so by the time she's uh, 25, um, you know, I, I just it just sort of turns me off, really, all of that. Uh, the thought that those men have been through her uh, and rejected her for one reason or another, or she's rejected other men, and she's, she's had some sort of sexual... Uh, She's given her body to them. Um, it, it just sort of uh, makes me feel quite ill. <laughs> it does. Sorry, sorry about that, chaps. It just does. Um, I just see a young. It could be quite a young girl. It just. It might be a tattoo one or something. It just may, <laughs> it makes me feel quite ill nowadays. Anyway, I'm going to stop rambling on now, and uh, I hope you enjoyed this one, and. Uh, I hope you enjoy the next one and I'll be back as soon as possible with another blog and look forward to that. So bye for now.